Hello, this is Rick, the founder at Real People USA. And yesterday I uploaded the podcast episode uh, talking about the five points that congressional candidates are using as their platform. And that was the what side of the five point platform. Today I will talk about the why part of the five point platform. And I probably will never talk about the how unless I'm working with an actual congressional candidate. The how part is the secret sauce. So let's begin talking about the why part. When we talk about uh, small business owners and private sector workers, the why part is very, very interesting because without the small business owners succeeding and private sector workers having uh, a job to go to every day, the economy is ruined. I mean, you have to look at uh, small business owners who have invested, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions in their small businesses. And they may have been in business five years, 10 years, uh, 15 years, 20 years or more, just to have the government or whenever they feel like it, shut down a business. And uh, for people living in California, you know exactly what I mean. Or small business owners in New York City, you know exactly what I mean. Now, small business owners in Texas and, and Florida, you guys have it great. And some other states have it great. But the Californias, the New York Cities, the Pennsylvanias, the New Jerseys and the Virginias, these small business owners can be shut down if the weather's too hot, if the weather's too cold, if some person says, oh, you know, restaurant smoke is causing climate change, or if you have an auto repair shop and you're fixing too many older cars, just like what happened in California. I had a, a friend who had a, an auto repair shop and the state of California shut him down because he was fixing too many old cars to pass smog. And when I say fixing the cars, I don't mean quotation fixing, close quote. He was repairing the car so that it would run and it would pass the admissions test. In other words, he was not rigging the car to pass smog. So what does this have to do with the private sector workers? Well, private sector workers, they don't own the business, but they rely on the small business owner, the man or woman to have a thriving business so that they can get a paycheck every two weeks or every week. So the small business owner and the private sector worker are at risk under these Democrats who, and I guess hopefully everybody knows this by now, uh, Democrats have never liked the private sector because they can't control it. And the best way they found to control it was this this COVID-19 situation. Now, many people have have always thought that the public sector worker, the worker was on easy street, meaning they got, you know, pretty decent benefits, uh, ever increasing pay over the private sector. And they had these pension plans that were very, uh, you know, generous. Like I said, in the state of California, you have some people that can retire with uh, 80 percent of what they made as their highest uh, you know, monthly earning. So 
But now you see cities like San Francisco, Pasadena, New York, and even the state of Louisiana are now saying that their employees, these state employees, these municipal employees, now have to take a vaccine in order to keep their job or test every single day to see if they have a, a positive COVID test. Now, granted that some city and state workers have already uh, taken the, the jab, the mRNA jab, not a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. Look up the definition of vaccine and you will see what people are getting put in their arms. It's not a vaccine. It's a, uh, a I would just say, look it up. I don't like to, to put information on my podcast episode so people can dispute it. I like people to look it up for themselves, but this is not a vaccine. So you have a number of employees, city, city employees and state employees who have not taken the jab. And many and some of those 30, 40 percent have refused to take the jab. So that means these city and state employees who thought they had it pretty safe and secure. And many of these city and state employees are Democrats. That's right. They're Democrats because, I mean, when people vote, they typically vote in their own best interests. And I don't hold them against them. I don't hold that against them. If I was a Democrat and and uh, and my my benefits and my job and my salary was based on, you know, having a Democrat in charge. And so far, at least in states like New York and California, you've had Democrats in charge. I would probably lean toward voting Democrat. Now, personally, me, because I was just giving you a, a generic example, I just couldn't see myself uh, voting for Democrats, even if I worked for a city or a state government. Now, I'm just talking about myself, and I probably would not work there long, but I'm just saying that's me. So now you have the city and state employees about to lose for some a month jobs and in some cases both spouses work at the city I know two people here in my community where both people work for the city and neither one of them have had the jab so that's a very interesting thing so if you are a political candidate you need to start reaching out to the state and city workers, these municipal workers, because for the very first time, they may say, hey, you know what? This thing uh, about voting Democrat is not looking great right now. And another surprising thing about uh, what they're doing with the state and city employees, the municipal employees, they're doing it when there is there is this is not an, an election year. In other words, they're doing this thing by forcing them, forcing them to take the jab, the city and state employee can't say, well, I'm going to vote you out of office within the next three or four months. There is no election or there's no big elections in 2021. So some of these people, if they are fired from their jobs for not taking the jab, they may have, you know, nine, 10 months before they are able to vote for someone different. And so hopefully a bright legal professional 
will come to their rescue to file a class action lawsuit against these uh, these governors and these mayors, especially in San Francisco, Pasadena, uh, New York City. And now I heard the Democrat that runs the state of Louisiana. So let's move on to the children and grandchildren in the K through 12 system. The why, why should you, why should someone vote for a Republican congressional candidate with regard to the K through 12 system? Well, that's, that's an easy one. You have all of these kids now that are being told that they have to take a shot. You have these kids that are now being taught critical race theory. You have children that are told that if you are not uh, uh, black, then you are a, an enemy of people of color. Or you have specifically, CRT is saying, if you are white, you are a menace to society. And you've always been a menace to society based on critical race theory teaching. Now, the thing about this critical race theory teaching and its uh, media uh, blitz, media, media exposure, and these politicians running with it, why aren't Republican candidates talking more about uh, this critical race theory and, or talking against the critical race theory? See, now is the time for Republican candidates to stand up to this critical race theory crap. And believe it or not, there are many parents, many African-American parents, many Latino parents who are against critical race theory. And the main reason why they are against this uh, CRT, I'm just going to shorten it. I'm not going to say the whole damn name again or the phrase again. The reason why they are against CRT is because it's not teaching their kids how to read, write, do science and, and do math or understand science and do math. It's teaching everything else but that. So you ha now you have kids or, that are being taught. And if they're black kids, they're being taught that they're less than type citizens. That they cannot perform well because the color of their skin. And you have white kids being told, oh, you have white privilege. So you should be ashamed of yourself. Now let's move on to the third point, which is the community and why voting for Republican candidates should be top on the list. Republican candidates need to get into the community. I said this about 20 years ago and Republicans missed an opportunity. Republicans missed opportunities to embrace the community, to embrace the uh, black community to em embrace the Latino community. So what I'm really saying, the urban community, because there are blacks that live in the suburbs. There are blacks that live in gated communities. I'm really talking about the urban communities. And when I think about it, I think it's because the Republican Congress people or the Re or the Republican candidates did not have the five point plan. They did not have this five point plan to uh, identify the top five issues that people care about. So within these communities, and I did have a, a congressional candidate talk about this subject, uh, there is money that is flowing from the federal government to these cities to help 
uh, upgrade, you know, buildings to uh, offer loans uh, to small business owners to uh, I think they called them opportunity zones. I think President Trump was on the path to unleash some money for things that for great things to happen in these communities. Now, it's always been said that there is too much money going into these communities. And I beg to differ and I want to correct people. It's not that it's always been too much money going into these communities. What the truth is, the money going into these communities did not reach the final destination or the bulk of the money did not reach the final destination. There are so many middlemen in this in this funding process from based on what I heard from the congressional candidate, the money hits like the state and the state uh, has contracts with these community organizers. Remember that name, community organizers and these community organizers, what they do sometimes, sometimes they don't give the money or at least make the money available to the most neediest and what they do they'll take someone they'll take some money and they'll say let's give it to the person who doesn't need the money and perhaps why they do that is because and this is what I heard that these funds are being loaned to people by the middleman and there and there's an interest rate and I'm not telling anyone anything that's a secret you can go to go to any community and you talk about some housing loans or if you talk about small business loans there's always a a loan provision so i believe what it what has happened is that the people who have the authorization to release the money maybe they don't release it to the people who need it the most you know and so it's a it's a big story about this government funding thing and all you have to do is just look around in your community and look at these organizations that are getting this money and you ask yourself why how come things are so dilapidated how come so many buildings are in disrepair why is the community still a slum so republican candidates number 1 for for point number 3 for the community you need to get into the community and you need to um, find ways to use this money more effectively. So let's move on to the Constitution. We're talking about the whys of the five points. Okay, so with the Constitution, the why part is also really clear. These Democrats are trying to tear down the U.S. Constitution. See, what the Constitution reminds Democrats is there are laws on the books on how our country should operate. And Democrats have nothing to offer people if they have to, if they have to follow the law. Democrats want to uh, remove many segments of the, of the Constitution so that they can create laws on the fly. Meaning, if you are, are a foreign, if you are an international a listener to this podcast, the word on the fly, meaning Democrats can change the Constitution anytime they feel like it. If there's something that they don't like, 
they can change it. If it's if there is something that is stopping them from doing their diabolical scheme, they'll change the Constitution. Now, the interesting thing about uh, point four, when we talk about the Constitution, uh, the rule of law, and, and law enforcement, these Democrats want to get rid of cops. Most people, and I think the number in the black community is 81%. 81% of black people do not want to defund the police. Okay? So part of your, your job, this is for the congressional candidates, part of your job is to go out there and let people know, let voters know that you will not defund the police. There are tough neighborhoods every place. There are crimes being committed in gated communities. There are crimes being committed in the suburbs. Every person that un is under the threat of assault, of crime, of having their possession taken, uh, or having threats to their family, the only call that you can make when you feel like your life is being threatened or your possessions are being taken from you is to call the police. And do police officers make mistakes sometimes? Yes, but that is no reason to throw them under the bus and defund police organizations. So let's move on to point number five, which is election fraud. Now, the why of why people should vote for Republican congressional candidates, the election fraud thing is huge. Everybody knows it. You see Democrats doing everything they can to stop these election audits from happening. Everyone knows Donald Trump won on November 3rd, 2020. And it's unfortunate that uh, the American people have had to endure with this current administration, which is not for small business owners. They're not for traditional education in the K through 12 system. They are not for uh, the community, even though Democrats have said for the last almost 60 years, like 55 years, that they have been for uh, the community. And we're talking about black communities and urban communities. That's a lie. That's a lie. So this election integrity point, which is point number five, is so very important. Okay. There are so many rhino Republicans in office. And I tell you what, there are some congressional candidates that have a chance to remove these rhino congressional uh, members of, of Congress. They have, a, they have an opportunity to remove these rhinos from office. And the shocking thing is these Republican members of Congress have been lying to their constituents for a long time. I can tell you there are some rhinos in California. There are some rhinos in Arizona, rhinos in Texas, rhinos in South Carolina, rhinos in Florida. There are rhinos in New York City. I was speaking with a former congressional candidate in New York City. And she was telling me that the rhino factor is so high that she believes the rhinos in New York City are receiving money from Democrats to keep the best candidates out of office. 
See, and, and see, and that is that is even worse than being a rhino. You might as well be a Democrat. And now what we're seeing in 2021, and now there are a lot of consulting groups and teams trying to help people, uh, you know, make it make it into Congress, make it into the House of Representatives. And the sad part of what I'm seeing is these candidates do not have a message. They do not have a five-point message like Real People USA. So, but they're out there asking for money. They're asking the voters for money. And these consulting groups are taking some of the money. I mean, they're taking their cut legally. There's probably a contract. So I have no problem with that. But what I'm feeling deep down inside is that they're not preparing these candidates for success and at the end of the day these donors these voters are donating this money and the end result will be a loss for that Republican candidate and that hurts my soul and that's why I am saying that if you are a Republican candidate and you know right now that you don't have a strong message then you need to call Real People USA. You need to give us a call at 786-698-3800 and let's talk about getting you a strong message. And when you have that strong message, then you can go out to the voters and say, I need your help. And that help, which is really the how part of how Real People USA can help uh, Republican congressional candidates win, that how part is something we will talk about because I will not talk about the how, the how part on a podcast episode. Like I said, that's our secret sauce. But I will tell you this. Many people who are donating to Republican candidates, what they want to know is what is your plan to win? And your plan to win must be executable. It's, it must be logical. And you must be able to repeat it over and over again. So here I am. I'm telling people a little bit about the how. And I said I wasn't going to do that. But anyway, I just wanted to do this podcast episode to talk about the, 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 the why part of the five-point platform. And I want everyone to have a great day. And soon you will see a list of Republican congressional candidates on the Real People website, on the rpusa.org website. My name is Rick, the founder of Real People USA. Take care and make it a great day. Bye-bye.